0: welcome to exp detroit the podcast my name is ned and it is so good to be in your ear we have a special podcast today latricia wilder founder of vibe ride detroit an incredible spin studio right in the heart of downtown detroit I love her energy, her vibe. We talked about the importance of health and wellness, mental health, we really dug into it. There's so many inspiring, helpful nuggets, just how to take care of your body, how to really get accountable and and put your body first. This was much more than just exercise and the, the incredible work that she's doing with Vibe Ride Detroit. Check this out, enjoy. And uh, let's dive in. Latricia Wilder from Vibe Ride Detroit. Check it out. Oh, we live. Vibe Ride, yo. Vibe Ride Detroit. Latricia Wilder, spectacular name. I literally told you to stop talking when we first talked on the phone. I said, yo, let's stop. I need to turn the, the, the microphones on because you got great vibes. Like, for real, Thank for real. Thank you. I would be saying the exact same thing if there were not microphones here you are a spectacular human
1: thank you thank you we
0: just were getting into it on like some spiritual like levels i said stop yo turn the microphones on we got to capture this
1: plus we've lived like the same life to Legit. a certain extent it's kind of crazy
0: speaking of which bring us back give us your 101 like how we arrived back in detroit
1: so i um am a detroit nader Through and through, grew up in the city, seven mile in Greenfield. Stand up, (laughs) went to Cass (laughs) Tech. Stand up. No, seriously, because I tell people, you know, a lot of people talk about downtown and this new resurgence, and I'm like, I've been running these downtown streets since the '90s. Good, bad, ugly, good again. Like I've been here, and my family's been here. Both parents born here. Like that's what it is. So I went to college in DC, lived in New York, lived in LA for ten years, lived back in New York. Had some wonderful experiences, Um, specifically to what I do now. Had some really great, got into boutique fitness because in my previous life, I was a dancer. That was my dream life. I always say school and and adulthood killed the dreams. But that led me into the group fitness world because I loved the collaboration, the camaraderie, the encouragement, feeling everyone's energy. I'm not a solo person. I'm a health person, but I'm not a solo health person. And so... um, I had these wonderful experiences in New York and L.A., and I would come home and not see it in the city. You can go to the Burbs, but you never saw it in the city. Then I heard Equinox was coming, but it went to Birmingham. Then I heard, um, and I was working in advertising, so some of my clients, I was pitching to come to Detroit. I I did my thesis for my master's on rebranding and reimagining the city of Detroit. And so I'm like, this is a wonderful place. It's so much opportunity. And people were just nose up to the city. And so some friends of mine opened a vibe ride in Atlanta. And I was part of the original process of that because I loved it. I was all about like doing something different. I had some money. I had no husband, no kid at this time. I had, you know, disposable income. And I was all for it. And I'm like, do this in Detroit. And then they turned their nose up like, we don't know anything about Detroit. Detroit. And so one person literally said, you do it. And I never thought of it before that. And then that plus Donald Trump pushed me to saying, you know what? I have to do something that fulfills me and not just gets a paycheck. Like I got to a point in my life I never thought I would get, but I had more money than I'd ever had in my life. And I was so just unfulfilled and there was no place I was going to bring my money, but the city. And so vibe ride Detroit is like my love letter to myself and Detroit.
0: So beautiful. Will you talk about the moment? Cause I'm so passionate about passion and people plugging into that. Do you remember the moment where you're like, when, when, when that person said to you, well, why don't you do it? Like what were you, were you like immediately like, okay. Or do you remember the moment where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do like, I'm gonna do, I mean, literally I get like chills thinking about like, like that moment where you're like, Let's go. Let's do like, do you remember, do you remember that moment?
1: I think I immediately was like, can I do this?
0: Like you had never, you'd never like. Built I never a, thought like, of
1: a- it at all. And my husband is an entrepreneur and I watched his journey. And at this point now I have a daughter. And so it was just so like, scary. I, yeah, I thought that ship has sailed. Like this is something you do young, mm-hmm. even though I'm not old, but it was just before life happens. And then um, when she said it, I was like, hmm, could I do this? Then I went, I flew to Atlanta I, on a whim and went to the studios and got in there and was like, I can do this. Then I started think running numbers and thinking of ideas. And I'm like, I can do this. And after that, it was like full steam ahead. But that's my personality. Once I, I say, okay, I want to do something and I feel it, like uh, my gut feels it, I'll jump. And then just figure out how to
0: land. I love it. You got good vibes, yo. Thank
1: you. Thank For you.
0: Um, there's so much community here. I took a class and in doing my research and seeing you and just knowing your character. And I know we don't know each other like that well, but I can just tell like you're such a kind, good person. But I feel like that shows up in what happens here. Like the, the element of community. Will you talk about that? Because I feel like it's more than just like getting on a bike here. Like you feel like you're part of something, you know?
1: So the goal literally was to give people an escape from the outside world. It just feels like the world we live in, is just always something. And it's, and you work and you have all these roles and these titles and these responsibilities being an adult sucks. And so it, my goal was in 2,400 square feet, just have a place that you can focus strictly on yourself and leave all of that outside And so everything I did was intentional around that, even to hiring people, to the energies that come in here. Anybody that's part of the team, the first thing they get from me when I interview is I can teach you everything you need to do, but I cannot change who you are. And I'm very protective of the energy here. The first, the way to get me on my bad side is to be rude to someone, to bring negativity in here. Like we want it to be a place where you come in and you feel good, even if everything else in your day has sucked. For 45 minutes to an hour, that's why we have people that hang out. We now have communities within our community, like friends within that met on the bike or met in the classes, coaches that have become best friends, because it's very intentional on that. It's interesting because I did a podcast a couple months ago and she was asking, how did I get our studio to be diverse? And, you know, because she was trying to do some things with her studio and she was like, you know, in this whole process, I realized we weren't as representative as she wanted it to be. And I told her I didn't do anything necessarily to get it diverse. It's just how I live my life and who I am. And then you attract those energies. And then we wake up one day and we check a million boxes that who knew? And that is that is what I want for this
0: space. Did you go to work on yourself like how do you do you feel how much do you feel like of this is your dna versus you working on yourself
1: oh my god it's uh simultaneous like i this forces me to work on myself and i started that process like i am so much more intentional even in my internal life mental because it's a 360 thing right we tell people when they come in here we want you to look good but that's not the point like health and wellness is internal out so that is mental health. Pre-COVID, we do free workshops. We I have, we had a, um, a client here that she's a therapist. I'm like, you're a therapist. You shouldn't have told me that. So now we had her coming in once a month talking about the importance of mental health and therapy and getting rid of that stigma that something has to be wrong for you to go to therapy. We do nutrition stuff. Um, we've had nutritionists come in. We've done food prep. I mean, I've had almost any small business you can think of around me come in this space because we want to be that. We want to be a hub for all things self-care. And that's for myself too. I learn more than anybody in
0: here. Andre. And I and it feels like what you're creating is it's so much more than on the bike. Like this is and I know it sounds super corny and cheesy to say it, but like it's a total lifestyle. Absolutely. Here. Like again, to plug into mental health, to plug into nutrition, You know, and it's interesting. And I'm so passionate about just like the health and wellness space, just me and taking care of my body. And I want to live a long life for my family and live out my dreams. But man, it's, it's more than just exercise. You can't just get on a bike for 45 minutes and think you're going to solve it. You have to understand like what else goes into it, the food choices, the, what you put in your mind.
1: Absolutely. Like
0: listening to podcasts, reading good books, like getting into those practices.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the latest suggestion I had from one of my team members was to do a book club. So now we're going to start that come in the fall. But like it is, it is an everyday process and it's a continual process. And so one thing you see in this city is we will look good all day, but this pandemic showed it. People do not know how to take care of themselves. Um, and we are very much a society of drugs, right? You, something's wrong, something hurts. You take a pill, then you get better. You don't actually figure out why the ailment is there. How can I prevent it before I need to get to the Tylenol? How can I be proactive? We're very reactive. And so this space, we're trying to teach people how to be more proactive with their own self care.
0: Will you talk a little bit about like, are there some tools and tips that you wish more people knew if they said, Okay. I'm going to get, you know what, I'm going to get back into fitness. I'm going to start riding the bike. I'm going to start doing whatever workouts they connect with. What else do you feel like that you said, you know what, please add these things to your checklist. What do you feel like should be on that checklist?
1: Immediately, I say cleansing and or some form of fasting. Um, I do intermittent fasting.
0: Will you talk about that? Because I've heard a lot about that and I, from some seriously trusted people. How does that work for somebody who is like a beginner in the space? Will you just talk about like the benefits and how they can do it?
1: Well, it's like anything, right? Your body is conditioned to do everything you need to to operate, but we are not giving it the proper tools. If you have a car and you're supposed to put premium gas in, and you put the basic unleaded, your car's not going to perform the same. It's the same with your body, and I tell people. We tend to think of fasting as, oh my God, I don't eat for a week or you know, I do the clean, a cleanse or the blue juice or something. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. When I tell people to start off, fasting can be literally 12 hours and it can be overnight. Breakfast is literally breaking a fast. You're giving your body time to do what it's supposed to do, break down your food, digest. A lot of people carry weight because it's excess food that never digested. So you don't have to go vegan, even though there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to give up everything, but you have to find a balance. And so what I do with mine is twice, two days a week, I do not eat any meat products. um, And I try to eat what I call living foods or raw foods, but foods that still have life. Because I'm a big believer, how do you promote life if you're not putting life into you? And that's not just food. That's encouragement, mental, you know, words of encouragement, mantras, whatever you do. If you're not putting life into you, how do you expect life to come out? And so in two days, what I'll do is for 24 hours, I'll eat salads, greens, fruits, veggies, raw veggies, so that it gives my body a complete 24 hours from the stuff that I ate for the previous two days to break it down to digest it, to cleanse it. I'll drink lots of water. I'll drink herbal teas. Herbs are our best friend. This planet gives us everything we need. So I don't tell, if you want a burger one day and have a beer with your friends, do that. Cause that can be part of your self-care. But just know that that burger takes eight to 10 hours to digest. So if you eat it at 10 o'clock at night, you go to sleep at 11. When you're sleeping, your body sleeps. So no, people think that they're sleeping and then their body's breaking down food. That's not happening. So now your body sleeps. So then the next morning you have breakfast. Well, that burger's still there and you're just piling on top of it and your body becomes overloaded and it starts to shut down. And therefore, you have all this waste. And if you leave a burger on your counter for a week, what will happen? That's the same thing that happens in your intestines. And so... I, the, my basic thing is just watching the food you put in and being more conscious. Okay. If I'm going to eat a steak, I know it's going to take eight to 10 hours. So I'm gonna get the steak on Wednesday. Maybe Thursday I'll just eat some salads and fruits and not put something else. So then it gives it extra time. So then Friday I'll go out and party and chill or whatever.
0: And it's gotta be balanced. You have to enjoy your life. But I always, I I feel like the way I try to live it is almost like, you know, 80, 20. I try to be super clean during the week and you know, on the weekends with the kids and you get ice cream and that's stuff. But like most of the time, like I'm I, it's really clean, like it's filling up on whole foods. It's drinking half my body weight in ounces of good, clean water. It's it's eliminating processed foods, cutting out the sugar and you know, read again, labels, read labels. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your body Read labels. Like, for real.
1: Um, it, I got even more in this to this, my personal self during the pandemic, but <laughs> It will turn you off just not knowing what you're eating. Even with your kid, I got into it more for my daughter and then it filtered back to my husband and I. And it's like, if I don't know what it is and I have to Google it and then I have to Google the Google and then Google, like, it doesn't make sense. Everything we need
0: is available to us naturally. 100%. How do you balance it with your child without, I, you know, it, it's hard. So we we have two young kids um, and, you know, my daughter is going to be four next month and I don't want to create stress around food. So I try to keep it like just like positive. Like, oh, you know, you know, this is a really healthy choice. It'll give you a lot of energy. How do you handle it with youngins? Ugh. Like to because, again, it's we have to enjoy. My daughter loves ice cream. And, cheese, and I don't want to take that that excitement away. But it's also like well, this is a really, this is also good. This is an acai bowl and it's kind of like ice cream. And it's, a, so just, I think complimenting and introducing things that.
1: And make it fun. Right. So we started making our own popsicles, right? Great. So we're using fresh that. fruit. I have a juicer. She loves the concept. She says the juice is pooping when she sees the pulp come uh-huh. out. So she loves the concept of her making poop love, in the juice. Um, and so we'll juice make our own fruit punch, and then make a popsicle out of it. And my daughter is the pickiest eater. So she'll, say, she'll tell people she's allergic to apples, but she drinks apple juice and is not allergic to apples. She just doesn't want to bite into an apple. And her new thing is she's allergic to everything she doesn't want to eat because people believe it. Um, but I try to make it fun because she's still a kid. And I do intermittent fasting with her because it's even good to have your kids do some form of fasting. Don't eat after seven or eight o'clock because I know she's not waking up to eight in the morning. So now that's 12 hours of her not bringing food, sugars, junk. If she's going to have candy, she knows when the sun goes down. Well, now it's summers are such late days, but it was when the sun goes down, no more sugars. So if you want that apple juice, you better get it in early because by five o'clock, we're stopping it. Um... And it's not even a thing of me telling her she's fasting, but that's what I know I'm doing. To give her body breaks, drinking more water, being creative with that, because once she had juice, she didn't want water. So now we make our fun water where we'll put splashes of fruit juice in it, or we'll do all kinds of funky colors and things like that to make her want to do it. I, I slip her vegetables in supplements. I have the green packs. And she loves SpaghettiOs. I don't, I don't know why, but we get the organic SpaghettiOs. She loves them. I'll put green packs in the, her SpaghettiOs. So she's like, it's dark. No, it's not. Just eat it. So now I know you're getting a half a cup of greens. You got to be creative.
0: I love that. That's such a headline. And for people listening, like getting creative, having fun. And again, it's interesting to you say it and I get chills. Everybody makes fun of me when I say because I get chills a lot. When, you know, that's <laughs> when you know it's, it's yes, working. Yes. But I used... And God bless my parents. I love you, mom. But like we didn't know, like in the 80s, like I was having like donut holes for breakfast. Like All nobody day. knew. Nobody knew, nobody knew. And like I'm 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 pumped that our generation now is empowered enough to start our kids with healthy habits. And again, it's not, it doesn't have to be in excess, but it's just understanding. Oh wow, like let's make a smoothie together in the morning. That's fun. Okay. If it gets messy, who cares? At least they're participating. Absolutely. She
1: loves the idea that she's making it. Love it. I make it and I give it to her. She's like, I don't want it. If she's a part of it, she's totally in. And so that's my way of doing it. Cause my mom, I tell my mom all the time, like I definitely, we went to McDonald's every Wednesday before Girl Scout practice. I'm like, The 1985 McDonald's and 2021 McDonald's is not the same. Even our food that we buy in the grocery stores are not the same. And so, yes, you did that with me, but it was actually a better quality of fast food then. So you can't think that all things are equal. And that is the problem we're living with. We have excess. We have so much. And so you have to be more cognizant of what we're giving or putting into our bodies, because then when we need it to perform for us, it doesn't have the tools to do it.
0: And I think it's an education, too. And it's interesting coming out of the class that I took, you were you were sitting here and we were joking around with a couple of people that were in the class. And we were like, you know, I um, forgot exactly what we were they talking were
1: about. T- CMOS.
0: Yeah. And like and, I, and, and they were saying something about. I don't know if they were like sore or, or something or they, you know, you got to, got to get your greens, mm-hmm. got to get your greens. And it's, so, it was so interesting when I walked out, I was like, and these are people that are like, uh, like our age, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting. Like, and I think you and I are very passionate about, but a lot of people just don't know mm-hmm. they're just not educated and that's okay. Cause everybody's busy, but I think the more that, and God bless you for doing it, the more that, you know businesses and fitness studios and people like you are using their platform to, yes, have an amazing product. People can come here and have an incredible workout. They're also going to learn about what's a really healthy product. What is a cleanse? What is intermittent fasting? What is mental health? People, I'm realizing, and back to the, the chill, it's crazy, like, but like people just don't know. Well, because unfortunately,
1: health became an elitist thing. To be healthy, it became a rich people or a well, middle need class to wipe that or more thing. Yeah. Because that's who had access. That's who had whole foods. That's whose neighborhoods organic came. That's the people that were able to, the suburbs can go to a Equinox and get a great smoothie and understand these things. You're not getting that at LA Fitness. No one cares.
0: They're telling you this is how you get a slim waist to get a better body. How do we fix that in 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 just everywhere, in cities that need it. How do we fix that? I mean, I know it's a tall order, but like, how do we it's push that It's more
1: individuals taking the, taking the initiative themselves because it'll spread organically. People understand people they relate to, people they see, people that, that, that talk to them, they can communicate with. There is such a gap in knowledge of these things. I had to seek this stuff out to learn it. Luckily, again, I lived in these cities that, I started to work with people. I'm, I'm around people that are telling me these things. But prior to me graduating from college, I didn't know people ate salads as a meal. That was not my existence in the city of Detroit. Like a salad was a side dish. But like, I remember calling my mom from New York and was like, she ordered a salad and that was it. And being amazed by it. Now, my daughter wouldn't think that, but I was a, a grown, educated Feel like knowledgeable person, but until you're exposed to that, you don't know. And most of these inner cities, which is why even in the pandemic, you saw the disparaging numbers and the disproportionate numbers between black and brown people, economic status, because they do not know how to be healthy. And this country is about reactions. There's money in treatments, not in proactivity.
0: Right. You need to start um, the vibe ride. Podcast, because <laughs> I think building that that kind of and listen, you came from radio. You, mm-hmm. you need to bring that back in and build this platform even more. Because again, the the people you are bringing in nutritionists and mental health and all of that stuff. I think your your riders will. I mean, by the way, me included will love to connect with that off the bike and keeps it keeps them connected to the community when they are off the bike.
1: It's so funny. We say that our lobby sometimes turns into like the beauty salon and the yeah, barbershop. You shop need
0: to bring that on a podcast. Because
1: people start trading ideas and tips. And, and I love that because so many people do not know. And we all know bits and pieces. So when you get together, then you become healthy. Then you become knowledgeable. And it just, it, it seems unfortunate. I don't know if it was by design, but it just ended up that way that you, if you could not afford to go to a boutique gym, you're not getting this access, right? Because the big box gyms are not, they're not set up for that. They're set up for you to go in with your headphones, get on a treadmill, leave. You know, if you have personal training, then you have access, but personal training costs more money. I tell my mom all the time, you can't just go to the neighborhood grocery store. She does not understand that. Well, everything doesn't have to be organic. Actually, it should. uh, And
0: and honestly, and and there's a great entrepreneur and I just love this where we're going, but there's a great entrepreneur named Jesse Itzler. He founded Marquee Jets. His his wife is Sarah Blakely, who founded Spanx. Mm-hmm. And he said, and this always stuck with me. And Jesse's like a fanatic. He does all these incredible events, and uh, just incredible. But um, he rents out like mountains and he'd hike like like it's just wild. But anyways, he said, um, food is not an expense; it's an investment, mm-hmm. and that matters. Like so, buying organic, yes you know, it's expensive, but again, if it doesn't have, you know, the pesticides and all of those things in it, like that's, that's worth it. I think the challenge is, is that, well, how do we make that, um, more affordable so that everybody has access to that? Like that And
1: explain why it's organic. What does does organic mean? mean? Right. Because most people think it's a gimmick. That's my mom. It's a gimmick. That's just for them to get more money. And it's like, actually you grew up on organic when you would go down South and they would take the chicken out the back. That's organic. And so me saying that to her, she's like, oh, well, why wouldn't they just say that? Because people don't put connectors together many times. And what happens is, it's then passed on to the kids, then passed on to the grandkids, and it just keeps going. And you have to have some way to break that cycle. And it's
0: people like you that are breaking that cycle.
1: But it, it drives me crazy because I even argue this. Like, I'm like, why? At church they're not talking about health and wellness. Why in schools we're not doing more about nutrition? Why isn't, you know, like my mom always says back when she was in school they had home ec and things like that. Why don't you have a nutrition class? Like why is that? Class.
0: There should be life class.
1: Why isn't that part of just everyday life?
0: We need to do that.
1: More people will talk about, you know, finding God. And that's a great thing. But also in that process, what are you, where are you eating greens? percent. Because God is in greens. God is in multivitamins. And,
0: and also too, I want you to be around to do to- all of these things to thrive, but you can't do that unless you take care of your body. Like it, it has to be, and I've literally, and I'm like manic and about my schedule and it's, just, this ever, I, I'm trying to like, literally conquer my schedule. I just like, I'm, I'm really interested in like in time and I think that people don't, they don't, um, they don't, I'm just, I'm fascinated by the amount of people that don't schedule their their days mm-hmm. and and like controlling your your time. Like everyone says yes to every meeting. We spend all of our time in inboxes. We just waste a lot of time. We're like, conditioned you, to you, be you, those people. You've got to be militant about it and I think the number one thing that has to go on your schedule is taking care of your body. Like you need to put exercising at wherever you want to go. That needs to be on your schedule.
1: We have no concept of that. When you asked about my list and I went off talking about fasting, my second top thing is rest. People do not understand the importance of sleep.
0: It's by the way, you want to talk about the, the, the number one. It's literally that, that's it. I mean, you have to rest. It's, but we're
1: not, as Americans, we're conditioned to live to work and not work to live, right? Even to vacations, you get two weeks out of the year. Whereas traveling and going to Europe, when they went on holiday, they're like, don't answer phones, they're disconnected people at work know not to bother you the craziest thing that blew my mind is when i went to spain the first time and it was like siestas in the middle of the day everyone just takes a nap i was like wait a minute what
0: and this is part of the culture says, no i love that i love that." meanwhile we're sleep is the first thing to go we wake up early we stay out late you know what i'll work a little bit more i'll do this i can shave off i can shave off an hour here or there but there's a great podcast i'm gonna send it to you and everybody listening So, and I was just telling you about Rich Roll Mm -hmm. interviewed a neuroscientist named Matt Walker, who studies sleep for a living. It is one of the most fascinating podcasts ever, but essentially your body, as you know, is totally repairing when you are in sleep. You have to fight for those eight hours. And Mm -hmm. I know again, parents and newborns, I get it. I've been there. It's not a perfect science, but you got to get back to that because What he was saying, this was so interesting. One of the things he was saying is that, you know, towards like the, the, like the middle of the night into the early morning, like if you say, okay, you know what? Um, Normally I wake up at six, but I'm going to hustle harder. I'm going to wake up at five. So I'll just, I'll just, I'm only chipping off an hour. Not Mm -hmm. a big deal. What he was saying is sometimes that's your most restorative sleep Mm -hmm. that you're not chipping off an hour. You may be chipping off 30% of your sleep true. And that just keeps compounding. And so again, that's literally what is causing disease Mm -hmm. is is actual lack of rest. It
1: will kill you. And we are not a culture that embraces that. No, it's the opposite. We literally say you are supposed to live to work, right? You grind, you grind, you grind, you grind, you grind. We continue to add age to the retirement age, right? We're living longer. So that means we should be working longer everything we do from the time we're children is conditioned with this concept of working. And so it's very hard for people to take time for themselves.
0: How do you do it with, cause I know you have big goals and dreams and so do I. And, and I think a lot of people listening like are big hustlers out there. I struggle with how do you put that balance in with I'm big still, dreams? I'm still fighting that?
1: that now. That's still a struggle I have every day. I, I, have to remind myself daily. Like people say affirmations. There are certain things I remind myself of daily. And one of them is go to sleep the same day you woke up. The same day you woke oh, up. Meaning don't stay. Do not. You sh- the day you wake up is the day you sleep. So that's before midnight. A
0: thousand percent.
1: Because that starts. Right. If I get literally I have been in the middle of doing something and it's 1158 and I'm like. Go to sleep, even if I'm not completely asleep, Be totally shut down the same day, because if not, you are always behind. You are always chasing time.
0: And I noticed too, and I'm and I'm trying to tinker with this, and it's, it's been going on for so long. I'm trying to figure out, and you'll you'll appreciate this and maybe you can help. But with two kids and work and and work and working out, and somebody like I really value it, I I literally am having such a challenge. I was just talking to my wife about this last night. I mean, such a challenge of what time to work out because I notice when I wake up at 530 in the morning, to take a six o'clock class, I am, I'm tight. I, I feel it like later in the uh-huh. day. I'm not, and I go to bed, try to go to bed, let's say 10, 30. So I'm getting between seven and a half and eight hours of sleep. But when I'm in that five o'clock zone, I'm tired. So I, I pushed it. And like today, and this is, this is a challenge today. And this is happening in real time. Mm -hmm. Today, I feel like you're my therapist. (laughs) Today, I literally said to my wife, because I was feeling it last night. I was like the last two days I worked out. I'm like, I'm tired. I said, I'm going to sleep. And I literally slept. And I woke up like when our kids woke up at 645. I am 100% Latricia right now in this moment. I'm fresh. Mm -hmm. I'm on offense right now. I'm like, I feel it. I feel different. I'm a little foggy when I wake up, but I'm like, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to like, How do you I mean, do you have like advice for how to balance that? And by the way, is working out because now I'm like, okay, well, if I'm working like a nine to five and then I get home, then like I got to fit dinner in there like is working out like after dinner, is that bad? Like where where do you where is the ideal time to work out balanced with sleep?
1: So I think it's I don't think there's one answer to that I think you have to figure out your body. Because it also changes. So we try to get a schedule and keep that schedule. But for me, my body, I have to work with the seasons. So in the summertime, we have longer days. So I contend to do my workouts in the evenings because the sun is still up and I want to sleep in. But in the wintertime, when it feels like it's super late because it gets dark early, I'm easier in the morning. But I had to learn that because I would have the same thing. I would start feeling like, like I'm dragging and I'm like, but I, I'm a morning person. Why am I dragging? But I also am connected more than I thought before to nature. And so my psyche works with that. So even like I had a long night yesterday, but I didn't force myself. I just stayed sleeping. I know that I have all the sun works for me. So when it's still day, I can still go. So I might end up sleeping in longer in the but morning, the but I have the day because the sun's still out. I love that. And I energize from it. Vitamin D gives me energy. I, by the way,
0: I love that because now going home and I'm going to actually, I'm legitimately, and I'm going to email you at this. I love that. Like the sun works for you. So and here in, in Detroit, obviously we all know, but like when I get home from work and I put the kids down and it's let's call it eight.
1: It's still sun up. It's could still, rip a
0: workout outside. Absolutely. And by the way, that's beautiful time. I'm going to do that. literally it's outside. It's not hot. It's not hot. It's actually You're still perfect getting, time. I know. W- would you say don't, what would you talk? What would you say about food? If people are going to work out at night, if people listening to this are like, yeah, I vibe with that. If people are going to work out at night and they do that, like after work, would you say, what do you do for food in between?
1: I try to eat before. First of all, Your biggest meal should actually be in the middle of the day, not dinner. We're conditioned to think it's dinner. But for digestive purposes, it's better to eat your biggest meal earlier. So if I'm going to work out in the evening, I eat a big lunch. I might have a salad or something before seven. So if I work out at eight, it's already been an hour and I sleep better.
0: And will you eat after the workout? No, I usually don't.
1: I may get a like a granola bar a power bar, something like that. But I don't usually eat a meal if I work out late just because I've already filled myself. Like I had to really, and I did a lot of this in 2020 because we were in quarantine. So it helped me work this system out. But trying to make sure I eat bigger meals in the daytime when I'm still active. Because that's another reason why people say, oh, after I eat, I get so tired. You are, your body's already starting to know it's late Let me start to slow down. Then you pile on food. And so now it's just exhausted and it hasn't even done what it's supposed to do. I have had a massive steak at two o'clock in the afternoon and feel great by six, seven, eight. I can do that same thing at seven and I'm dead by eight, nine. So I tell people all the time that's why happy hour is my best friend. If I'm gonna have a cocktail, do it early. This concept of us waiting to the nighttime is counterproductive with how our bodies are supposed to work. Just like the moon and the sun has its cycles and it does what it does, our bodies are connected to this, right? We're all connected, we're all energy. So, figuring out what your rhythm is and what your cycle is and that it changes and it's not one trick pony. If you feel tired, go with that because your body is talking to you.
0: I people need to like literally hear that. Like if you are tired listen to your body and don't. And again, this is what I'm learning now too. And I hope people listening will, will, will also like understand this. Like if you're really tired and you're hustling, you don't have to wake up at 6am to like check the box on the cardio. It actually, and let me know if you agree, it's actually probably better for you to sleep Yes. And, and either, either just rest for the day or do the workout at night, which I love you for saying like, that's amazing. Like that just shifts the game, like play, play the day out. Or rest. Absolutely. Like don't keep, and again, if one person listening like has that light bulb moment at night, you're like, no, you know what? I was listening. I'm going to rest tomorrow. I'm going to sleep. Because like today, like I'm telling you, yesterday at four or five, I told my wife and, and like, I don't want to be tired when I'm playing with my kids. I was like tired. I'm like, I know I need to sleep. And I, I want more people to like what you're saying. Listen to like actually, and I know it sounds like corny, but like listen to your body. Absolutely. It'll tell you what it needs and it's Okay. Try, and I think what you're saying is try different things. If you've mm-hmm. been working out in the morning and you're tired, flip it. Can you get home, have an earlier dinner, and then work out at night, especially in the summer? I love that.
1: Plus, people don't understand um, working out does not always have to be a full on hour class,
0: Talk 30 about minute this. class. I love this. Talk about this.
1: Right? Um, even when I was in corporate America, if it's a pretty day outside, I would grab a sandwich and walk and eat my sandwich. And I walked for 45 minutes. No, that does not mean feeling like I ran, I swam laps or ran, but you're moving. That has your adrenaline going. That has your body being active. You're still burning calories. Your heart is still pumping. You're doing what you're supposed to do. It does not have to be so structured, which is so counterproductive on the psych- <laughs> a fitness studio. But I tell people all the time, just make sure you're moving at least 30 minutes a day. That's your start. Moving 30 minutes a day. And it doesn't have to be 30 hardcore minutes on the bike. We love that, right? But if you walk, if you can say, instead of me driving to the store, I'm gonna walk. That's a 15-minute walk. And then I'm gonna walk back. And then maybe I'll do a stroll. I get my mom all the time. We live in Oak park. They have the whole little park area. Let's just walk. Let's walk around. You wanna go to 7-Eleven? Let's walk. You probably won't even buy as much junk after you walk because your body's not gonna even crave it anymore. It's natural highs, but like get active, especially in Michigan when we do have the sun because it goes away. So get active because it doesn't have to, I had a girlfriend, I told her to do it for 30 days. I said, when you're in there cooking, do leg lifts while you're waiting for stuff in the oven, do a couple squats in your kitchen. Nothing strategic, nothing. You don't even have to have sneakers on. Just do a little calf raises and watch what happens. After a week she was like my legs are burning. You didn't count. You didn't you're in the kitchen stirring up your stew. You can literally do calf raises while you're doing it. You're still making food for your kid. You're still but you're still active. Her legs are amazing. Amazing. She was like look at these calves and these heels literally from that. It doesn't have to be over the top. You just have to start because what will happen is then she started doing it and she realized I'm not feeling it anymore. So now you're pressing yourself more. She has an upstairs. She go, I said, go up and down the stairs a couple of times. You're on the phone with me. We're talking. We're not talking about nothing. Go up and down the stairs until I hear you panting. It can be simple things like that. I'll have my daughter get on my shoulders and do squats. And she thinks it's the best thing ever. I'm dying I told her now, I'm like, you're about 40 pounds. This is getting, you got to do this with daddy. But like, she thinks it's fun. It's us interacting, but I'm literally working my legs and my core with her in the house.
0: Variety, don't overthink it. And this is a great, great doable action item for people listening. Just start moving. Yeah. Like 30 minutes a day. Like we can do that. Easy. That's doable.
1: And you don't, it can be broken up in your day too. Like you just just do something that you don't normally do because what happens is you will continue to slowly push yourself because that gets old.
0: 100%. there's a great book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hart. He says, small behaviors practiced consistently over a long period of time produce massive results. If you did 30 minutes a day for a year, I guarantee you, you're going to see results. Absolutely. You know, and you start to, again, just, just start to, to incorporate becoming more intentional about the foods that you're putting into your body. It does not have to be nothing radical, just small, consistent changes. And I find that connecting it to a strong why is a great guy too. I'm going to send you this. um, uh, Simon Sinek start with why an incredible Ted talk. When you have a strong, why like that's going to power you through. Absolutely. And And you got to believe it. You have to believe in it. It's like, if you want to be you know healthy for your family or to accomplish something like then you know what you're going to be like i'm going to go to that class i'm going to i'm going to do those leg lifts in the kitchen like start to just become intentional about something larger happening for you that will power you through but this this has to be the priority in in your world something again that doesn't stress you out but just that you're super intentional that every day you're focusing on sleep. You're focusing on how you're going to move your body and care for your body.
1: Absolutely. You know? And, and you know, it doesn't have to. Um, I get so angry because we make it that it has to be like the flat belly T or everything is so outward appearance. And you'll start to feel things even sometimes before you see it. And so just be very in tune. We have been getting more into having people like start with like meditation, breathing, those type of things. And I was never a meditator because my mind keep going. I'm like, I'll sit in a yoga class and think I'm clearly doing this wrong because they look so zen, and I'm thinking about it and I overthink everything. But it is such an um, active rest. If you're in an office, we did this with a corporate um, client last year. If you're in an office, set an alarm every two to three hours for just a minute where you stop, close your eyes and breathe for a second, whatever you're doing, because that's active rest. That is giving your body a time to just mellow out, your brain a time to mellow out. When people say they can't sleep because their brain won't stop, it's because you never rested. And so if you constantly practice something, it doesn't just automatically go away. And we're not conditioned to have that. I do, I'm very intentional with this space here, right? And I'm very intentional with trying to keep it at a price point where I say everyday working class people can afford. If you can go to Starbucks, you can come take a class here. If you can get a salad downtown, you can get to take a class here. And that is very, very intentional. And it's, it hurts from a business standpoint, but it's because I want to have more people and variety of people have access to here. But it surprises, it doesn't surprise me. It astonishes me that I'll have someone come in here to complain about $15 a class or the prices. You know, I can go to LA Fitness for $40 a month and are planning Hollywood, all these things. And yet you're wearing like $300 sneakers and your bag costs at least $1,200. And it's like, we're conditioned to spend on our outward appearance. I'm like, I know your manicure cost you a hundred bucks, but you are telling me you need a discount on $15 for a class that can jumpstart your internal health. But we're not, it's just not what's being evangelized.
0: And, but people like you are, and it needs to continue. And it's funny because like I beat myself up. I'm like, gosh, should I be spending like $12 on this acai bowl? But then I'm like, but when I go out to dinner, I have no problem spending $15 on a stupid drink. That's going to harm my body. I was going to say like, but, and so I'm like, I'm buying the acai bowl. Right, nice. like, it's like, balance. But it's balance, and again, it's like I think we have to just prioritize our bodies. Like how much you listening? Like you're a miracle. Like you're a miracle. Like the the odds of I heard this, this is a great entrepreneur, Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't follow him, follow him, Gary V. The odds of you being born are 400 trillion to one. Like just soak on that for a second, Like 400 trillion to one. Like like. You were in like a human, you came out. Like, it's insane. We're on like this spinning, like, you got one shot lottery ticket. Like, care for this beautiful body of yours. I add to that, I tell people the day you're born, your clock starts
1: going backwards. So, the most precious thing you have is time, right? And I didn't learn this till later because, again, I would give my time faster than anything else, faster than my money. Yeah, you can, I'll take a meeting, I'll take a call, I'll do this, I'm running around. But I would be more hesitant to give you $10 than I would to give you two hours. And that has now transitioned and flipped. I am more conscious with planning my time. I'll give somebody on the street 40, 50 bucks if I have it in my pocket. Because that's the only thing I can't get back. And with that, I'm trying to buy as much time on that clock as possible. Because it doesn't matter how fly my shoes are if my feet fall off. It doesn't matter. And I tell my nieces this, my cousins, all these people. That is wonderful. But my bag doesn't have a shoulder if it's broken. So I am so much more conscious of making sure this body looks good, feels good. My brain is functioning. I'm at a place of peace. And then everything else can follow. Everything else can follow. And that is what we preach here. So, I have a shirt that says I am selfish and people are like, "Oh my gosh, selfish is not a bad thing if you are doing it for for great reasons, for self-care. We need to do more of that, especially women. I'm going to ha- hone in on that cuz we become moms and wives and daughters and all these roles and we are very much conditioned from childhood to strive for these roles and these roles take over you. And you have to understand that your number one priority should be self-preservation because you can't be anything to anybody else if you are not your best self. And so once I incorporated that into my life, then everything else falls into place. And anything else that comes into my space, and I constantly have to remind myself, but it's like, wait a minute, before I say yes to this, and is this really worth my time?
0: Dude, I literally... I'm so happy you said that. Like if there, there's nothing more important that I don't think anyone could say on any sort of podcast, <laughs> you have to take care of yourself. Yes. Please. And I really hope like somebody work, by the way, where can people reach you? What? Oh,
1: so you can just find while us, we're
0: on it, we're, we're not, we're not wrapping up quite yet, but, but just so you can here.
1: find us, um, at vibe ride Detroit is our Instagram We're the dot com slash Detroit on, um, the web, we are if you're in Michigan, we're at the corner of Randolph and Monroe, right before you get to Greek Town. Um you can call us 313-481-ride. I mean, we're out here.
0: And and I want somebody just just cuz like we'll feel like it's really working. Somebody literally DM Latricia. Yes, and, and say just you get, heard this. Heard it and like thank you and I'm doing squats in my kitchen or <laughs> you know what you're drinking half your body weight and ounces of water or you're just doing, or you grabbed a sandwich, you took a walk. Like let's start this movement of taking care of ourselves. Yes. Like for real, for real, for real. Awesome. Um, funny. Now we're going we're gonna to end with this because we, this was very rich, but um, talk about the experience when somebody comes in here to take a class. Um, what take us through the experience.
1: So my, um, go is that you come in and you feel like you're at a spa. So we're very, very intentioned with, no, with smells, with appearance. So you walk in, you usually smell like lavender, tea tree. We do some orange, but we're very big on aromatherapy because again, people don't realize, but all of our senses control what we do and how we think and what we feel. So we want people to come in and leave with the concept of good feeling, good energy. So you walk in; it looks spa-ish. It's very white. It's very open. It's very light in here. And intentional. Um, we have people come in all the time and not realize that we are a fitness facility. And then, if you take a body class, you're gonna. That's our first studio. It's really, really beautiful. It's still small and intimate because we do not want overcrowded classes. We want. Our coaches to be able to pay attention to individuals in the process because we're very, very big on teaching and instructing proper alignment, proper um, placement, because you can get in a lot of group fitness classes and they're they're great. It's 40, 50 people, but you're actually not doing it right. And so you can be creating more harm than help. Um, even in our spin classes, like I'm very much on our coaches about making sure, especially when we have new people that they know what they're doing, that they know how to set up their bikes. We set up bikes for everyone. We do cycle shoes. So you will get a pair of cycle shoes because it's a better ride. It's a safer ride. Your alignment is better when you're not worried about your feet slipping out of the pedals. Um, and most people here had never even experienced a ride with cycle shoes, um, so that was a big deal for us. Then you go into what is our dungeon, which is the cycle studio. So it's super dark in there, la- party lights. We want it to feel like a party on a bike. We always say it's where the, the party meets the pedal. Um, and our intention with that is that it working out should not have to feel like an extension of work. It should be fun. That is why we do group fitness. Group fitness is about... You know, the collective, we encourage each other. We keep it dark because it's not about, you know, competition, racing, stats. We do have some friendly competition sometimes where we'll have the left side versus right side. We've done women versus men um, in the class for fun. But we really want people to feel good about just them even taking the step to be here because that is a choice you made for yourself. And then afterwards, you get a great lavender cold towel. Um, Again, back to the spa, lavender is great for just pick me up. You just worked out. It's a great um, essential oil to energize your body so you get home. But um, cold towels is because it also helps to calm your in balance out your temperature before going back outside. Um, And then, yeah, we have private dressing rooms, private showers that we're reopening, um, private bathrooms. And we believe we have towels, we have everything that we, you would need to take one of our classes. That was a big thing for me is making sure that all you needed to bring was yourself and we can do the rest. Yourself and workout clothes. Cause we have had people come in really cute and we're like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you look great, but you're not walking in here in those heels. Um, But yeah, we wanted to make sure that if you've never taken a class before, we can give you all the tools you need to have the best class possible. And that's our story.
0: Trisha, you are awesome. Thank you. I so appreciate thank you, you not only sharing all of this and so many helpful tips and nuggets for people, but just what you're doing in the city. It's really dope. And we need more people like you sharing your light. So
1: thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, my friend. Listen, we're out there. It's just we got to get together and, and start speaking up more. There's a lot of people that that get it. And there's a lot of people that don't. And so the people that get it got to connect with the ones that don't. And then we'll make some, we'll make moves. We'll Legit. make progress.
0: Make moves. Come and check them out. Connect. Incredible community. Incredible people. Vibe, ride, Detroit, Latricia. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. We did it. Peace. A huge thank you again, EXP fam. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Latricia. And I hope that you will put your body first. Do something to put it in your schedule. You've been given this gift of life and this beautiful body. Care for it, exercise, feed it. Drink half your weight in ounces of good clean water. Find exercises that you love, even if it's just doing squats in your kitchen. Go on offense, put it as a priority, get your rest, get your sleep, feed your body, and go see Latricia and her team for some good vibes and vibe ride. Troy EXP fam, I love you, I appreciate you. Reach out. We're on Instagram at EXPDET. Send us a message. We appreciate you. Until next time, keep rocking and experiencing this great city of Detroit. We'll see you soon. Peace.